Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of 365 Unplugged. I am, as always, Lorian Strant, and joined, as always, is... My name is Alistair Pugin, and I don't know why I let Lorian do the intros every single time. I'm hitting record, so I guess I get to know when we start. Anyway, um, topics-wise, uh, what did you have to, to discuss? I want to talk about, specifically, and I wish I had my standing desk, I want to talk about one drug being the gateway drug into Office 365 usage. Interesting. Uh, and I would like to talk about uh, uh, SharePoint and home sites that was around announced at SPC 2019. Um, I would like to tell people about when they're coming, when they're being rolled out, specifics about the features and exactly all the bits that people have been waiting to, to hear about. So uh, let's paper rock scissors this. So, so it would be, you've heard it here first, right? For oh, yeah, those... this is exclusive stuff that nobody has seen at all before that I'm about to share publicly with everyone. So let's oh. go. Let's paper, rock, scissors. Right. Here we go. In front of the camera. Okay, go. All right. Yep. One, two, come on, lag. Three. Oh, no. You win. Rock beats scissors. So... I guess nobody I gets to find out about home sites, so. I, I, still don't, I still don't get, but wasn't that under NDA, Lorian? Uh, well, we're never going to know now because, uh, because, because I can't I, tell anybody about it. And I hardly ever, when I do, I, 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 I revel in the pleasure of beating you at something that's not GTA. <laughs> All right, OneDrive, gateway drug, you say, to usage. Tell me about this. It is the gateway drug. You know, people have been talking about Teams being the, the, the what are you doing with the camera? <laughs> just like slowly the elevator. It's, Standing uh, desk. <laughs> Crank oh, power. It's the desk that's moving. It's not the chair that's dropping. Not at all. And I'm that's not getting shorter, no. Yeah. Carry on. So, so for the last year and a bit, and you've been a great proponent of uh, promoting the usage of Teams, and Teams is great for collaboration and all of that. And the first time we met at Ignite 2017, Microsoft had a message around, consolidate your file shares to OneDrive. And I keep running into customers today that have said, our HR is OneDrive, and I'm going, what are you talking about? And strangely, yes, because, you know, they, they've gone from Dropbox to OneDrive, and they yep. expect OneDrive to work exactly the same way as Dropbox, Box, Google Drive, which is departmental, right? You've got your organization Dropbox, not user Dropbox, although there's such a thing. But for me, and I look at Teams and people talk about Teams consumption, right? So how do we influence Teams consumption? For a two, three, four thousand user organization, rolling out Teams is almost impossible because how do you change the way people work? And Microsoft has been about launching, well, I wouldn't say Microsoft, it's because I spoke at Ignite the Tour Dubai and I had to talk about adaptive cards and actionable messages, right? which is also a great flavor of, of what you can do. And Microsoft's messaging there was really about how do we take our applications to where people work? And think about what you're seeing now. We talked about how do you get metadata? And we spoke about OneDrive, about how do you surface metadata in OneDrive if you can now surface it in Teams, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. So for me, I look at how do I influence Teams consumption, seeing that Teams has been the 
everyday, everything, all-encompassing source, the front end, as mentioned at the Insider Dev Tour, um, that Teams is now the new front end for everything. Oh, great. So how do I impact the usage of Teams without really having to roll out Teams on this big hole? And I see OneDrive as the gateway drug into Office 365 consumption. The reasons for that is as follows. One, they're rolling out the OneDrive Automat feature currently. So do you know what the Automat feature is for OneDrive? Let's assume that I don't. I mean, okay. I clearly do, but let's assume that I don't. Right. Please but tell me, like I mean, the audience, what that is. I go into a, it's a 200 user company. And they're used to using Dropbox or they're used to using Box or Google Drive. Where do they consume Dropbox, one, uh, Google Drive or, 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 or Box? Where do they consume that? Is they it don't what open up a portal. Yeah, what interface? It's not portal. Probably their local machine. Correct. They're going to Windows Explorer. Right? Yep. And that's how you consume Dropbox because you've got this Dropbox client that allows you to do that. Dropbox doesn't talk about cool syncing or anything like that. Neither does Box or Boxy or Google Drive. They talk about the Dropbox client. And people who have traditionally stored things in their My Documents folder or they've had an H drive have started using Dropbox as their H drive. And what is Dropbox doing now? They've got this thing called Dropbox Paper because your content management in a box, right? Which is cool. So for me, if I went into a customer that has never used SharePoint before, or Slack, or pick one of those workday tools, but they want to move to Office 365 because they've rolled out Exchange and they've rolled out Office Pro Plus, okay? Because people think that that's Office 365. For me, it's about how do I influence Teams consumption without taking away where they work? So it's a combination of things. I build my information architecture with Teams and not with SharePoint. First thing, right? Because if I create a team, what does it do? It creates an Office 365 group, which is their group membership service, and it then creates a SharePoint team site with a SharePoint document library. Now, what's nice about the OneDrive Automount feature is I can mount that document library based on that Office 365 group, right? Or whatever users. I can say, well, these users need this SharePoint document library automatic when they log in because they're the marketing team and the sales team and the, and the product team and rah, rah, rah. So think about an organization that's got a distributed file server, right? So they've got offices in Cape Town, in the UK and in North Carolina. And they use DFS. That's how they work. Those customers are going, well, can we use Azure File Sync and stick it in a storage account? I'm saying, no, go and create a team site or a team based on those folders that you have in your DFS or your tropical file sheet. So traditionally, that's your, it doesn't matter if it's functional based or it's traditional organogram hierarchical based where you've got folders per department. And for the most part, that's how organizations work. You have folders per department and that's inside of that folder. You've got a year, 2019, and inside of that, you've got a projects folder or you've got a, whatever, the, however they do their foldering, right? I'm saying, you want to migrate to Office 365, use OneDrive as a gateway drug. Why? Because I can switch on that Teams workload that enables SharePoint on Office 365 group and everything else, because that's the easiest way to switch on everything. 
and then use the SharePoint, well, you can't use the SharePoint migration tool because it will not migrate content to a folder in a SharePoint library. It will migrate it to the root of that document library, right? You just did an experiment. Whereas something like API Elements Fly will allow me to say that folder that's called marketing, move the content inside of that to the general folder because I have a general folder because I've created the team, right? Yep. And move it across. When the user logs in the next day after I've auto-mounted their document libraries that I've migrated content to, they go into Windows Explorer to look for their content. Boom! All of a sudden there's a OneDrive icon and they've got these folders. Nothing's changed, I'm still in Windows Explorer. But I'm consuming content that's sitting in a document library inside of SharePoint that I don't know SharePoint. But I get that feature richness, right? I get versioning and all of those things, audit trails and all of that, still work with the documents. Now, the follow-up to that is, how do we, as an organization, work with that folder that was that DFS or that file share or Dropbox? I'd attach the document to an email and I'd mail it off to the person I want to collaborate with, and then they mail me back with the changes, track changes, all of that, boom, 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 and we have this tennis match around 15 versions and we try to figure out which is the latest version. If I approach that team now because they have a new icon in Windows Explorer and I say, hey, did you know that if you open that document in Teams, you can collaborate nine teams with it? So now I've got a need, a pure basic rudimentary need to influence Teams consumption because of where the document results. So I believe that OneDrive for one specific reason, OneDrive Automine, which is rolling out now, it's rolling out, it's no longer in development. It's actually, if you go to the roadmap, it says rolling out. It's the gateway drug into Office 365, because all we did in the past was, no, you can have cool shit like teams and groups and to do and planner and all of these things I'm going, that's irrelevant. Approach con Office 365 consumption, with my finger, I don't know who speaks like that. Approach Office 365 consumption with OneDrive and you'll win the war. That's my story. I'm done. Mic drop. Well, that's all we've got time for today. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, Laurie? What do you think about Um So I think that um, now that I understand you were saying auto mount, I thought you were saying auto mark, and I was thinking, what is this feature I've missed? Auto mount, absolutely agree with you. Uh, yes, it's basically like network drives, but they're in SharePoint. Um, yeah, I think that's that will definitely assist with that. I think one of the things that um, is also often overlooked is the actual OneDrive portal. So OneDrive is often seen as basically just your home drive. But if you actually look at it, to your point about gateway drug, I actually see it as a gateway to your content. Because when you go into the OneDrive portal itself, so you know your company name.onedrive.com or just go to it from the app launcher, um, what you just what you see is not just your files. You'll also go you'll be able to see the the shared um, file area, and you can see shared with me, shared by me. So you can actually see instead of having to remember all those files that have been shared with you by other people. Really simple, easy way to access them. You've also got the ability to discover what's going on around you, and then you've got your recycle bin as well. Um, and then you could also jump from that portal into document libraries that are sitting inside of Office 365 groups, be they Yammer-based groups, SharePoint-based groups, planner-based groups, stream-based groups, Teams-based groups, Power BI-based groups. I think I almost left one out there. 
Um, so, and that's the thing is that's a, I see OneDrive as not just the the storage place, but this is your starting place for files anywhere. Um, and I think that it's something that's often overlooked when we talk about uh, all the advanced features of Office 365 is a lot of people still don't understand the point of OneDrive. And one of the points you made right at the start, uh, which shows that I was still paying attention, either that or I paid no attention to everything that was said since, um, is around like the HR OneDrive. We see this so often where people go in and they just go and, you know, go, oh, well, I've got OneDrive and I don't have anything else. So I'll just pick up. OneDrive was not the place to do it. So I think that, um, you know, before we kind of move on from uh, this gateway drug and get to the other things, we should probably use a better terminology than gateway drug because such a positive uh, influence. Um, but I think we should get people understanding what OneDrive actually is and what it can do for them, not just the storage blob and, you know, it's like, oh, it's just my home drive but actually understand it as a gateway to Office 365 content. Yeah. And then it can actually light up all that functionality because that's when we'll see, oh, there's that team site. I don't have to navigate to that team site because one of the challenges we also see, if you think about the gateway, one of the biggest features that I think Office 365 is missing is a gateway to your SharePoint sites. Is that what called SharePoint Home sites now? Uh, I, I don't know. We, we even get to talk about that. I mean, the fact that when you go to the SharePoint site listing, what do you see? You see frequent sites and yeah. you see following. What about all? Where are my there's all no, there's sites? No site there's no site map. So, that, so that's the thing is this one becomes one of the frustrations people have is I don't know what sites I'm a member of. Okay, so we'll, put, we'll park that for another conversation topic. But again, this is what OneDrive allows you to do is I don't need to have to go to SharePoint to say, where are my files and where are my people that I'm working with? It's, oh, I'm in OneDrive. Quick, jump point. There we go. I'm in. So I think that these kind of things, so not just um, going, oh, Explorer with auto mount, um, because that's how you say it, auto mount. Auto mount. Yeah, mount. Auto mount. Mount. M-O-U-N-T, not M-A-N-T. Um, so I think that combination of making it You're available. You're a bunch of criminals. Yeah. Listen, mate, don't mock my accent, all right? Um, so, uh, what should I put on my South African accent? So, what we need to do is if you look at the Windows Explorer aspect or the File Explorer aspect and how we can access OneDrive through there, and then we go to the OneDrive interface where we can access everything else in SharePoint. Happy days. This is not lethal weapon. This is not lethal weapon. You keep referring to South Africans in the community. But yes, I agree with you. The portal is underestimated. No, well, not undervalued or underrated. It's underrated. The feature sets that's in the OneDrive portal. I think it's actually just not even acknowledged that it exists. I think because a lot of people are driving people. And I think this is the challenge we've got is the two things we've talked about kind of fight each other. Because on one hand, you're saying, File Explorer, simple, easy, don't have to worry about portal. 
it's all there for you. But that's the dumb version of the content. It's just basically like for like, just happens to be in the cloud. The thing um, is, so I think, but, but my argument is still the same, right? How we struggle. So think about it this way. Enterprise content management as a discipline has been kicked out by AIM, Gartner, and Chris McNulty at Microsoft, right? For good reason. Go look at the diagrams around content services. It's exactly the same as ECM, except that it talks about we should have connected experiences for the silos of information that we have. They still drive the same ECM message. Records, blah, blah, blah. You know, that sort of stuff. Yep. But my, my argument is still, why should you change the way people work? No, and I think that's the thing is, I, I'm not saying that your argument is, is wrong um, or that we shouldn't do that. I, I think what I'm saying is you have, on one hand, the File Explorer, um, we're using the OneDrive auto mount, where you have basically same, same, but different in mm -hmm. that it is still the same drive map experience, just it's better because we've got files on demand and um, it's accessible. It's it's in SharePoint. So that's great. But on the other hand, we've also got the portal interface of OneDrive and the power that it brings. So I think what we need to have is educate users on, hey, this is what OneDrive can do for you. It can do this, simple, easy, done, and it can do this. And I think for for too much around the Office 365 adoption side of things, people are trying to either overbake or oversimplify OneDrive. So I think it needs to be a case of it's actually both things for you. You, the user, need to understand both things because both of them have their own merits and they're both going to make your life easier. The, the thing for me is it's barrier to entry is resistance to change. So I'm not going to tell people about it. They'll just, oh, that's cool. And they've been using OneDrive for four months and they go, oh, what is this OneDrive thing? Well, you've been using it for four months. And then they, well, if I'm using it already, it's cool. Not tell me to use something new. I'm not going to use it because I don't want to because I'm resistant to change. So I my idea is always you need to I think understand. It's the, the two, yeah, if you could shut up for a sec. Um, <laughs> I think it's the two tier. I'm trying to agree with you. It's the two tier. It's saying, hey, this is what you've got now. Nothing has really changed. It's just got a different icon now and it doesn't have a drive letter. When you're ready, go to this next level to basically start doing the fancier magical things. Okay. Did we just agree right. on something? Have we done this before on the show? We haven't talked about OneDrive now. No, have we agreed about something? On the oh, show? yeah, we've agreed about stuff. It Excellent. looks like we're hocking things when we agree on things, so we have to disagree on something. So, so to the viewers out there, these topics are not discussed before. We are that lazy that we don't have a list of topics. We literally talk about things for 20 minutes. Well, the first two minutes is, do you have a topic? And then we come up with a topic. And then we talk about completely utter rubbish for 30 minutes. And then we realize that we actually have to record a show. And that's how we end up where we are today. So this is all based on our experiences in the world today. It's not pre-rehearsed. There are no pre-scripted bullshit. Um, we're not like Matt LeBlanc and the other guy that's no longer in top gear. I don't, yeah, sorry. I saw your comments on Facebook. I don't understand. I don't watch the show, so. Dull. That's, anyhow, I'm done saying that OneDrive is the gateway into Office 365. Well, actually, OneDrive is the gateway to Microsoft 365. Because and I'm agreeing I would, with you. I believe that, Lauren, you will get Microsoft to drop the Office in Office 365. 
No, I don't think I will be the one. No, you want them to drop to 365. <laughs> I think that's what I My bad. Well, what other power have I got? I've got a Yama switch. I've got a toggle in there. What else have I got? Yeah, but, but well, you know, as long as you, you're not a Chesney Hawks, like a one hit wonder, you need to affect change again. One so note, baby. So one, one note. note. One note for Windows is the best one note. Yeah. Until you try to open up a, a, a what's it, one PKG file, which is impossible. Topic for another conversation. All right. Is that it? Are we done, Dave? That's it. That's it. I hope this has been useful for people. One well, drive, get it think, Do you have like a closing phrase for the viewers? I'm not sure if you do. Thank no. you for watching. Thanks Please for watching. I was trying to do it then. Uh, I was okay. actually trying to do it, then you interrupted my flow. So I was, I let's, just, let's just wrap it up there. So that's that's it.